0: you ever worry your camera on your phone is watching you all the time?
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Well, you're not alone. Uh, Obviously, Snowden told you all about it. You got cameras there. He didn't even use a smartphone, Mm. if you recall. You got all these cameras looking at you all the time. I mean, I don't know what you're doing. I mean, maybe it's looking up your nose half the time. Because I don't know what you're up to. But, we got this new story. It's the hottest story, actually, on thenextweb.com. They have a popular list. This is the most popular story. And it's specific to iPhones. Facebook for iPhone, the app, is secretly using your iPhone's camera as you scroll your feed. Just checking you out, Will. Just looking at your little micro reactions. What does he like? What doesn't he like? Mm. Let's give him more of that. Show him some of these ads real quick. Mm. Couple of clicks real quick. Guy like you, Will. Scroll in the feed.
1: My face twitches. (laughs) All those little isms.
0: Yeah, that's what they're looking for. Oh, yeah. Okay, for the record, I should be clear right now. Obviously, that is one heck of a headline. Right? You know I'm a fan of headlines. Mm -hmm. So that's one heck of a headline. But you go, you dive into it, and it turns out this started, this guy uncovered this bug. And he posted it on Twitter. His name is Joshua Maddox. Found a Facebook security and privacy issue. When the app is open, it effect- it actively uses the camera. I found a bug in the app that lets you see the camera open behind your feed. Note that I had the camera pointed at the carpet. Uh, that's interesting. So it's the rear camera. It's not the front camera that gets enabled here. So this guy within this video posted to Twitter. It's got 80,000 views now. Oh, it's going up fast. 83,000 on Will's, on Will's refresh over there. He sh- in this video, he is kind of moving around the app, scrolling the feed, clicks on something, and then as he drags a little bit towards the left-hand side of his phone screen, you can see the camera is activated but slightly hidden. It's very strange. It definitely looks like a bug to me. But, of course, Facebook, this company that people are already somewhat skeptical about when it comes to privacy... It's just not a good look for them. And it gets people questioning their permissions in general on their device. How many apps do you want to grant all this access to? Including the camera. Now of course Facebook, it wants to do everything for you. It, want you, it wants you to chat. It wants you to conference. It wants you to scroll the feed. It wants you to live life mm-hmm. on Facebook instead of well your life the real one yeah in the no forget that there's no just come home to facebook yeah you know. there's no revenue for them in real life just park your car there although i think they were thinking about a one-time facebook places they're trying to figure out real life too they'll get you there they bought oculus who knows what they want to do yeah who knows what they want to do anyhow this is concerning nonetheless it's only affecting iphone owners So uh, they're telling iPhone owners to beware and to possibly in the meantime, so long as this bug exists, go into your Facebook app settings and uh, eliminate the privilege, the permission for Facebook to use the camera at all. Unless I guess you absolutely need to be using your camera within Facebook, though I'm pretty sure you, you probably don't have to. The problem becomes evident due to a bug that shows the camera feed in a tiny sliver on the left side of your screen, if you want to aim to replicate this yourself, when you open a photo in the app and swipe down. So if you click on a photo inside of your feed and you kind of hold it there, you can see that's when the bug happens. And this is a big app. Can you imagine the install base of Facebook for iPhone? Will, a couple of people or what? Five or six? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a couple of people. Right, a few. I didn't start the I didn't start the thing here. What a disaster. Anyhow, so obviously it's not a good look. I think they're gonna fix it. I think it's just a bug. I don't think we need to go deep on the conspiracy side, though Snowden, he's looking at this. Snowden's like, of course. He's like, yeah, he's like, of course. He's like, what do you mean? Even if you don't see it, it's there. Yeah. Invisible surveillance Snowden. everywhere. But I know you and you know me. We're not putting our phones down. Not right now. Not completely. So in the meantime, you can uh, wrap yourself up in the warm, cozy blanket that is your ability to manipulate the permissions on your iPhone. And you can just take that one away for the time being. Maddox adds that he found the same issue on five iPhone devices running iOS 13.2.2. And he couldn't reproduce the issue on iOS 12. So if you're on an old version of iOS, you might not have to go to those drastic measures. But in the meantime, go ahead and do so. Of course, we got Zuckerberg under pressure from all kinds of directions. And now just one more. He's in the office. He thought today was going to be... He thought today he was going to sip his coffee. He thought today was just going to be a... Such a nice day. Yeah. Where is he? He's in uh, San Francisco, wherever he is. Mountain View, Palo Alto. He's in that region. Mm -hmm. Everything's perfect in that region. You ever been to that region, Will? Uh, No, I haven't. I
1: would like to go. Yeah,
0: everything's perfect in that region. Is it, really? Developers. uh, Lunch buffets inside of the giant enterprises. You get the tray. Uh... Everybody's happy. They're riding bikes. You're, you're right. There's shuttles moving people around. Everyone's smiling all the time.
1: Mm.
0: No one is ever not smiling. You understand? They're programming the world over there. They're in control of your life. That's right. You see that big smile right there? That's, you would have that smile as well if you were Oh yeah. in Mountain View. Google's smiling right back at you, right across the street. You got Facebook, everybody's right there. Apple's over there. Speaking of Apple. Apple store employee accused of sending himself photos from a customer's phone. Oh, you don't like that one either. We're deep on the privacy today. Oh, I should note, on the last story, it's Facebook's fault more than likely with their new version of the app. Although, actually, if it was just Facebook's fault then why wouldn't it happen on iOS 12? Who knows? Whatever. They both need to fix it. They need to figure it out. Anyhow, in this story, it's obviously malicious. It is not up for discussion. This is an actual Apple Store employee who has since been fired for taking his liberties, beyond his liberties, for acting in a criminal fashion, in fact. Uh, with a with a private customer's phone, Will. Hmm. So here's what he did. Uh, Gloria Elisa Fuentes. She comes into the Apple store. I, she's got a problem. She's got to get the screen repaired. It's probably such a common occurrence. She went to the Valley Plaza Mall Apple store in Bakersfield, California. This report coming via Mashable. She got home and discovered a new text message. Sent from her phone to an unknown number. Okay, you see how this works, Will? Hmm. She's looking at her text outbox. What 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 which texts have been sent, sent. out? Yeah. And she notices, she notices some images or an image has been sent to an unknown number. And she sees that in the message, in the iMessage. Hmm. Works well for photos, iMessage. Hmm. People love it. And that photo is all caps EXTREMELY PERSONAL.
1: It was captioned that? Now, I
0: know you're familiar with this because your phone is full of extremely personal pictures. Mm. I know. all the time. Yeah. Otis. (laughs) Wholesome pictures of Otis, but they're personal, all right? They're not for everyone. Well, in her case... It appears they absolutely were personal. She goes on to state, one of my extremely personal pictures that I took for my boyfriend. Yikes. And she puts this huge message out there. Not happy. Very upset. There's an angry face. There are caps all over the place. Feeling broken. I mean, I'm not trying to even make a joke about it because it's rough. It's not cool at all. Now, I'm sure the individual that did this probably didn't, I mean, I'm speculating right now, but probably didn't fully process the magnitude of what they were partaking in, you know? I don't know, or or maybe they did. Maybe they're just a straight, malicious, evil individual, but you know the type of people that have this job at the Genius Bar. Oftentimes they might be young, they might, uh, think that, that, that nobody's going to find out or something like that. I'm not trying to defend this guy either because I personally would not do I would not do that. Uh, that's not an upstanding thing to do.
1: Yeah, I mean you come from a repair shop. Yeah! Right, so you have experience with dude, like owning that personal
0: oh, information. Oh, I have stories about this which I'm not going to go into right now. Okay. I have stories where you actually go to work on a laptop and the background, the wallpaper is extremely personal. And you just, why did you hand this to me? You know I'm going to look at that. It's crazy. But people, they truly, they really are entrusting you when they hand over that device. It's a lot of personal info. And the the curious part, the interesting part here is Apple, they make such a pitch about the privacy aspect that all the new commercials with the lock and the rest of it so they are not happy about this they moved to fire this individual immediately and gloria she went to the police department and is actually pending charges so this is no Hmm. joke if you are someone who works in this if you're in this line of work act professional right have some pride in what you're doing act professional don't have a power trip what are you gonna have you have a laugh with your buddies what are you gonna is that it's not cool i don't like it so and i suppose the message on the flip side on the other side of the conversation is uh just handing these things over to complete strangers just because they got the t-shirt on uh it's weird what happens. You walk into a premises like this, and it all seems so professional. The geniuses—I don't know if they call them geniuses anymore—associates, whatever they call them—and it seems very professional. And you, they ask you to unlock your phone. Now, apparently, in her case, she says the mistake she made, or at least uh, when she knew uh, things could have gone sideways, he took the device out of her line of sight, he took the device back into the into the back of the premises. We might have to get to a place in which uh this work takes place right in front of you like the difference between an open kitchen restaurant you know, you go to a restaurant and the kitchen is you look at it from your seat right full transparency i gotta say i don't mind it yeah i don't mind yeah. to see the kitchen it doesn't bother me i like it i think hmm. you see the process or the order or the, or the uh, japanese style with the they just put the grill right there right they just put the grill right there
1: it's interesting. You see how they cook it.
0: It's, it is it is entertaining, too. Yeah. So maybe that's a thing. You know what, Apple? Replace my screen right here. Right in front of me. <laughs> like, uh, what, is, what is what are those? That's teppanyaki? What are those teppanyaki. restaurants? Teppanyaki. Yeah. I want teppanyaki Apple teppanyaki Store style. teppanyaki screen replacement. With some tricks involved. Ta-ta-ta-ta-ta. Screen goes, does the flip, lands on. And then the dude... The creepy dude doesn't take the phone to the back and start scrolling. (laughs) She said it's a super old photo. He would have had to scroll for a while to find it. Come on, dude. Come on. Now, the thing is, well, I'm going to say to the dude, if he ends up watching the thing, your life is not over. You screwed up. It's stupid. Uh, Don't do it. Not a good move. All the rest of it. You can make amends, change your behavior. You can, you can get, you can, uh, even something like this you can learn from. He's not going to go to prison for life. Mm-hmm. He's going to be punished in some way, obviously. He lost his job, obviously. But uh, don't go deeper down the rabbit hole. Don't do that. Just uh, man up. Fix your stuff. Apologize. I don't know. Do, do as much as you can do. And uh, as, as, as far as Gloria goes, I'm sorry that that happened to you. That's, that's unfortunate. You got these photos getting passed around. It's a real invasion feeling. Mm-hmm. It's a real invasion feeling. Violated. Yeah, it's a real, it's a real invasion type of feeling. So, But I got to say, man, if I'm going to hand my stuff over, this is just me. Now, maybe I'm going full Snowden on it. But if I'm going to hand my stuff over, yeah, I'm considering what's on there. Of course. You know, not that I don't have the personal photo thing. Right. But just in general, I'm, maybe I'm skeptical. Maybe that's a tough way to live. Mm-hmm. But in reality, it's... Well, that's the reality in reality. That's how it goes sometimes. Mm. But anyway. Get it together, guys out there. Just get it together. You know? Get it together. Keep it together. Be cool. Could Google's quantum computer mine 3 million Bitcoin in 2 seconds? wait what two seconds three million Bitcoin wait what's Bitcoin worth right now well quick maths uh three million Bitcoin what's the value on that USD a couple of dollars for sure US. 10 or 20. you could buy lunch a couple times
1: right now it's at uh 8700 dollars U.S.
0: it's closer to 88. let's do 8800 times three million here we go ladies this is riveting Riveting stuff right here. Oh, come on, read that, Will. Two six four and a, and a bunch of zeros. Oh my God, is that twenty six billion? I don't know. One two three. One two three. Yeah, twenty six billion. Twenty six point four billion. Yeah. Are we are we beyond billion? Because if we're beyond billion, we must tap it This is up. billion. This is twenty six trillion.
1: Stop it. Right. I don't know. No, wait. No, 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 no. This is million. This is billion. Yeah, twenty six billion. Sorry. Yeah.
0: Okay. Holy <laughs> moly. Well, too many zeros. You're our you're our resident expert on this, hey. and you're throwing us for a loop here. Yeah. Well. And that the was the uni- test. The universe is a loop, so you're throwing us for a loop. Uh, it's a lot of money. Obviously, and this has been the fear when the whole quantum computer thing started getting talked about, or quantum supremacy, more importantly. Now, you know what? It's, I tried in that video to talk about it, you know, try to discuss the concept. Yeah. It's so advanced and there, there's levels to it to, you know, to comprehend the power harnessed in something like this. So much so, this conversation has emerged about what are the actual capabilities of this Quantum computing in in the form of this quantum supremacy, which Google has stated they have achieved. IBM also working in the same area. And, of course, when the quantum supremacy statement was made, Bitcoin people started coming out of the woodwork, as you would if you were a Bitcoin person, and started having a discussion about the security or future of Bitcoin, in the presence of quantum supremacy and whether or not quantum supremacy, quantum computing could be a threat to Bitcoin as a whole. And so this this particular article, uh, Crypto Globe, quantum computing is typically feared due to its potential to render Bitcoin obsolete by cracking its cryptography. That was the initial conversation. It was... a a simple way to attack the concept but apparently the 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 real threat according to a medium post on the theory was the capability of the quantum computer to perform a computation fast enough capable enough to be to be to, to have enough horsepower essentially to mine so much Bitcoin so fast that Bitcoin itself would have to be adjusting for the new difficulty associated with the new horsepower that everybody else everybody else's mining potential would be rendered obsolete. and therefore the the currency, if, if are people calling it a currency, the crypto would be rendered useless, shut down. or, at least it would, it would uh, lack some functionality. It would be held in a, some sort of a holding pattern on freeze. Mm-hmm. To put this in perspective, the quantum supremacy tag here has, has it, for the computer syc- uh, sycamore that Google made, has managed to perform a benchmark computation in two hundred seconds. That the world's fastest computer, the previous benchmark was around ten thousand years. Now. The famous Bitcoin dude, Antonopoulos, he gets on and says, forget about it. We should be concerned with everything. Never mind Bitcoin. Anything that's encrypted, anything relying on cryptography, this quantum supremacy could be a problem for. Why are you focusing on Bitcoin? And there's a point to that. But Bitcoin, as you just saw, is a kind of hot target just because you can do the exchange that you just did. You can say, oh, quick 26 bill. In two seconds, right? That's a headline. That's kind of intriguing. Now the post has been deleted, and this guy on Crypto Globe, who deserves a shout out, obviously, Will He Heisman, He uh, he actually has a bit of an issue with the uh, initial with the initial speculation that this would be possible, and it's it's mostly around a miscalculation. So he suggests that this that this is a little off. This speculation is a little bit off. So he says the omission here, the post fails to include the difficult readjustment which occurs every 2016 blocks. If a quantum computer did manage to mine all 2016 blocks, the network would simply adjust the difficulty, bottlenecking Sycamore's further attempts. So that's the way Bitcoin works, right? Mining the coins gets more difficult. Right as they get mined still hang on this is the key part still in reality the likelihood of Bitcoin network being able to produce a difficulty setting of this level is improbable in other words the network itself can't create a problem difficult enough to supply to the to the sycamore system right this would be like a boxing match And it's like Mike Tyson versus you in his prime. And you're Bitcoin. Right. And you're, and, and, and you're like, I'm ready. I'll step in a cage. Mm-hmm. And then it's Mike Tyson across. And you're like, wait a second. I'm getting knocked out.
1: Absolutely. And then uh, <laughs> I somehow get, try to get better. Yeah, you do. You got like a year. You got like a training
0: camp. You got a year. Yeah. You're getting nowhere. You're getting knocked. Mike Tyson is (laughs) prime. I get worse. You probably get worse. But yeah. Anyway, so this guy who was skeptical of the original article and appears to be an expert in the space. He goes on to state, nevertheless, the author is right in a sense. Any attempt from a quantum computer to mine BTC could credibly result in the denigration of the network. This is because a difficulty level set to match a quantum computer would make it so that any other more powerful machine would be able to compete to mine the remaining BTC. That is, as long as the original attempt didn't wholly ravage the network in the first place. Mm. So in other words, it would just be a network of quantum computer competition. Yeah. If the network could even deal with it.
1: Can't Bitcoin's network be on a quantum computer? Come on, Will, we can't. <laughs> is that too much?
0: What what, what does That's this show look effort. like to you? Uh cryptoglobe.com?
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm just wondering like if it's an algorithm. No, like
0: because Gip- it's distributed. Bitcoin, the blockchain, it's across all types of systems. Yeah. Right? It's not centralized. Yeah. This thing is just moving too quick. It doesn't matter. You're a garbage old network. Mm. Garbage nodes on the network. Anyway, people in the comments are obviously going to uh, add some, some dimension to the conversation that we're just trying to start here. I think it's interesting to talk about, nevertheless, the application of this quantum supremacy. It's kind of an important component in our understanding is that once we can envision the application, then we can start to unravel the significance. Because the initial uh, statement about what it is or what it represents Until you can put it into some type of human term, Mm -hmm. human terms, it's difficult to grasp the potential. Yes. And so that's what this is aiming to do. Yes. Imagine a scenario in which you're talking about some serious horsepower here that could impact the globe in some way or another. It's important to note, okay, just real quick before we're off the topic, Antonopoulos came out and said, the real threat, if we get quantum computers that can do thousands of qubits without a correction and consistent results, we have a much bigger problem. The bigger problem we have is that the entire world's classified communications, confidential communications, financial systems, et cetera, all depend on cryptography today, okay? So he's saying, why you guys, you see what he's saying? Everything's tied to cryptography. Everything's threatened. Everything's threatened, including you if you're in a second story building in New Jersey. Porsche, Porsche, lands into New Jersey building, second floor, leaving two dead, police say. This story, I saw the headline and didn't believe it. Didn't, well, I believed it, but I had to look into it just because of how crazy of a headline that is. Second story window. Then I saw the picture and two people were killed in New Jersey early Sunday when a Porsche... Launched into the air and smashed into the second story of a commercial building. you imagine? You're on the second floor working at your desk. Car comes flying through the window. The sports car, a 2010 Boxster convertible, was traveling at a high rate of speed when the driver lost control, hit a center median, and struck an embankment that sent it smashing through the building. Second floor. I don't know if you can get the image here, Will, but that is elevated, man. And it went clean through the building. People were just chilling, working. There must have been some serious speed to launch that. That's some action movie stuff.
1: There has to be some sort of ramp, too. Well,
0: it right. hit the embankment. So, yeah, there was a ramp to it, but still will. Still will. Yes, it's a lot of speed. It's got to have the speed to get up that high. And, and like, it's almost unbelievable when you look at it.
1: Yeah. There's like a large gaping hole. It's not like it just... No, the car
0: went clean in. Yeah. The crash unfolded around 6.30 a.m. as well. Why are you driving so fast? Are you you late for a meeting in the Boxster? 6.30 a.m. The building which housed a real estate office and several other businesses was unoccupied at the time. Oh, interesting. Okay. So who died then? Must have been the people inside. The victims, 22-year-old and his passenger. Yeah, no one was in the building. Can you imagine? It could have been a lot worse, actually. Skid marks could be seen stretching across four lanes of traffic in the direction of the building. I mean, you'll never really know exactly what happened without some footage, some video footage, but the aftermath is probably all the indication you need of how much speed was at play. And, of course, Not just the hole in the building, but the aftermath if you look at the vehicle. My goodness. The vehicle does not look like a vehicle anymore. It looks like it got crunched by one of those... Compactors? Yeah, exactly. So, anyway, that that story was sort of trending, so I thought it would be worth... You're never safe, Will! No, I'd be,
1: like, sleeping in my second floor, you know, apartment, and then all of a
0: sudden... It's wild. It's a wild thought. But in reality, it's a very unlikely occurrence. And thank goodness nobody was inside, although you got to feel for the passenger. I assumed the individual was driving reckless. I'm speculating, maybe not. Maybe they were just swerving out of I don't know, something in the roadway. Who knows, but that's crazy. That thing went flying. OnePlus 7T Pro keyboard piano made out of seventeen Seventy t Pro. 177T Pro's they built this cool digital looking piano actually from a distance you probably would think it was actually a piano and they're touring this thing around it's actually made up of 7T Pros and they were able to get 51 keys I believe on there yes close enough to a regular piano's 52 I guess a certain scale of piano they got 51 on there they got a, a, a nice piano player on there I didn't want to say the name of what a, of how you say a piano player because I can't that word. It's impossible. Without laughing. <laughs> no, no, it's just impossible to 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 yeah. get your point across. I hear you. So I'm just gonna stick to piano player. OnePlus claims this is the right kind of promo for them because they want to showcase the 90 hertz display and fast processor required to get the feedback necessary for a proper piano player. To be able to execute and and so they're saying if you have that slow refresh forget it you can't play these tunes right they want people on the street who walk past this installment to get
1: that instant feedback
0: to, they want them to see the one one plus logo on there first yes and then walk over and say why is it so did you notice it's kind of really responsive, Jim? <clears throat> then they go and they order it. You see how that works, Will?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense.
0: Did you notice how responsive it is?
1: I mean, <clears throat> it's a great ad.
0: They were able to create a smooth musical keyboard using 17 OnePlus 7T Pros hooked together inside of a piano casing. They also went out and got Kareem Kamar. There he is. I mean, this guy, he's got the the beanie and the turtleneck as well. And the little carpet beneath the keyboard contraption, that's going to draw a crowd as far as I'm concerned. And he even does the thing with the hand with the elegance. Uh. Look at that. Move there. You never pull that off, Will. You try to pull that off, you're getting booed off stage. Oh yeah, booed right off stage. So yes, yeah, very beautiful. They're touring it around to help sell 70 Pros, as you would if you were OnePlus. They're letting people play it as well, not just the professional. Uh, you could play it if you're in, if you're, uh, if you happen upon this showcase. And they even let some dogs try it. So Otis even has something to look forward to. All you got to do, Will, is get Otis to Paris, France. Okay. Helsinki, Finland. Or Tober, Germany. So what are you going to do? Where are you going? Let's see. November the 12th. Okay, you already missed Paris, France. You got Germany or Finland. And Germany's in two days. I think you better do Helsinki Finland you never been before sure.
1: no I haven't so sounds fun
0: yeah go check it out play what? some keys let's get a little I'm gonna give a little taste here these keys here we go I'm playing a clip okay very nice Obviously, the dude wishes he was on the real deal. He wants the Steinway keys. Mm -hmm. You don't know about Steinway, Will.
1: The uh, piano brand,
0: Hey, man, take it easy. (laughs) That's all I know. Dropping knowledge over here. You can spend a lot of money on those classic type things. Mm -hmm. You can spend a few dollars over there. World's largest Starbucks set to open in Chicago on Friday. This thing looks bananas. Now, you probably will, guy like you. Mm. You've probably already seen some of these mega Starbucks. I'm guessing. Yes. Have you seen? Which one did you see? Because there's few. a few of them now.
1: Um, gosh, I know there's one in, uh, I believe, was it in China or Shanghai or something?
0: Uh, in that Japan. Massive. In Japan. In
1: Japan, yes. Whoa. <laughs> Jeez. One of the eastern countries, but
0: yeah. You almost knocked me out there. It was the Mike Tyson thing from earlier. (laughs) You swung right across with that. force. Yeah, I was worried. Yeah, they opened one of these giant things. People don't understand. I'm saying it's a. It's not. You can't just imagine a large Starbucks. You're talking about an entire street corner. Forty-three thousand square feet is the one they're going to open in Chicago, and some of the other ones have been kind of similar. This one is one, two, three, four, four stories and a rooftop patio. Four. And it's not just a Starbucks, it's a roastery, it's a bakery. The four-story, 43,000-square-foot coffee house will be located on the city's Magnificent Mile in Chicago at the intersection of Michigan Avenue and Erie Street. Which, by the way, uh, Michigan Avenue was the site of one of my best stories that I can possibly tell. Sure. But I'm not going to tell you today. It's a cliffhanger. It's a cliffhanger. One day I'm going to tell the whole story. It's a cliffhanger. It has to do with the Apple Store on Michigan Avenue, Magnificent Mile, where you can smell the popcorn. People know what I'm talking about. Chicago people know what I'm talking about. Okay? One day we're going to get to it. All right. It will feature multiple brewing methods, fresh baking on-site, and a new menu of coffees and mixology. Get all kinds of combinations over there. Will you sit on that patio up top? Guy like you? Uh,
1: it's a lab. Chemistry. I wonder
0: if you could bring Otis in there or he has to stay outside. I'm sure there's a floor for that. Otis floor. Yeah. This Starbucks location will be the fifth of its kind with other roasteries. That's what they're calling these mega things. Roasteries. They got one in Milan. One. You see how I said Milan? Milan. Not Milan.
1: Didn't you say Milan? I
0: don't know what I said. <laughs> I was in between. I was halfway between. On yeah. and n Milan. Milan. Milan.
1: That sounds right.
0: It's my lawn. Get off it. Will, you're supposed to keep this thing in check. all right? You're not supposed to get all fixated right. on the name of Italian cities. <laughs> New York, Seattle, Shanghai, and Tokyo. So the Tokyo one is... Oh, Shanghai as well. Who knows what Will's looking at? See? No one, what no one knows what about. Will's looking at now. in his spare time, but he's checking Jeez. out the roasteries. Starbucks Reserve. You're going to spend a few bucks if you go there. Will, if you took a trip to visit this world's largest Starbucks, how would you, How much would you expect to spend on your trip? You can't just get a coffee and that's it. $1,000. Oh, stop it. Minimum. No. It's... uh. 50 bucks.
1: Yeah. I would have to get the top of the top.
0: You would try the top of the line. Yes. Roasted. Just roasted. Get a couple of gifts. It probably smells all right in there.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> You're a big smells guy.
0: I'm a big smell guy. Yeah. This For Freshly roasted coffee beans? What, you tell me you don't like that smell? It's, man,
1: wake up in the morning? It's like a warm hug. I don't even wake up without that smell. Yeah.
0: Never happened. Yeah. I never woke up without that. Since I was four years old in milan <laughs> anyway i'm excited i don't know maybe i gotta make the trip i'm gonna check it out i've never seen one of these i've never been to one of the and this one's the biggest so chicago here i come this ai knows when you'll die and its creators don't know how how's that make you feel well oh. not good yeah you're worried Let me ask you this, the philosophical question. If you could know right now when you would die and what it would look like, do you want to know or not know? No. Why not? You couldn't live properly after that? Yeah, you can't.
1: You'll be counting
0: down the days. Maybe you live right after that. Oh, we got Jack's attention with that one. He's all freaking out over there. He's (laughs) puffing his cheeks. There he is. (laughs) I saw his cheeks get puffed out. He took his face off the computer. He had to exhale. If you remind Jack, he's gonna die. He just—it's a full stress fest.
1: Ears just perfect. Yeah,
0: he can't handle it. So, actually, this is a lot more specific than it sounds. Researchers from Pennsylvania Healthcare Provider have trained an AI to predict which patients are at higher risk of dying within the next year. So, very practical application. This is coming. This story via Futurism.com. It's one of Will's favorite sites. So, shout out to them. It's always something cool. They fed the AI 1.77 million electrocardiogram logs measured in voltage over time. They gave it 400 patients worth of data and the thing was incredibly capable of looking at that data and predicting who was going to die in the next year. Even people who had didn't showcase any particular major issue in the short term. Next, next time I see them, out The results were impressive and a little scary. The AI model performed better than existing methods according to the researchers. Oh. The AI was smarter than any doctor. You yeah. imagine this future, the future of heading to the hospital. AI scan. They're like, "Yeah, you're dead." They're like, "You know what? You already screwed it up." Yeah. So they send you out. They send you out to the hospital. You want to spend the next four months in here, or you want to go mm. uh, uh, go go find a sailboat? Mm. You're asking me. No, I don't know. <laughs> I never been on a sailboat. Seems like a lot of work. Really? Huh? Seems like a lot of work. You know, you're adjusting the sail, and the wind is involved.
1: Port side.
0: You got oh, sailing. Yeah. Yeah, although I feel like I could...
1: I think you could. I could get into it.
0: I could get into it. Later in life. Later in life. I'll get the uh, boat shoes. Sailing away. Later in life. You know, majestically. Boat shoes. Captain's hat. You never know. Captain Lou. Some people really get into it, but what am I doing? I'm on water all the time now?
1: Yeah. (laughs) living off the grid. Oh,
0: man, it seems crazy when you think about it like that. I'm going to be out on the water for the next three months. All right. No matter what, the voltage-based model was always better than any model you could build out of the things that we already measure from an ECG. You're going to just be wearing sensors, Will, walking around in your life. The timer that you're worried about, your... Medical biological clock. You're gonna have to stare it straight in the face eventually. Give it enough years. Well, why do I have
1: to? No, you gotta well, do it. Why do I have to look at it?
0: You're gonna have this what on right I on your either. wrist, and you're, they're gonna call you an idiot if you don't. They're gonna say, "What's the matter with you? You can't plan properly if you don't know." Like an insurance policy, mm. you can't plan. How do you know? Yeah. What What are you gonna? How are you gonna map things out if you had that information? It's gonna be too hard not to. You're gonna be an outcast. They say, you don't know what your future looks like? Wait, well, you crazy?
1: Would you want to know?
0: No, I'm just saying it'll get to a point where it really won't be a choice or option, like all technological advancements. Yeah. That's like saying, has a smartphone made us better or worse as humans? Mm. You see? Well, it doesn't matter. It's a moot point, as they say, yeah. because it just is. And this right here, I can smell it from a mile away like the fresh roast at the Starbucks roastery. Advancement, convenience, intelligence. That's that's just the way we go as a species. I don't know what we're doing here. I don't know what we're making. But when we get this, this type of advancement, we pay attention. And that stuff starts to roll out. Like those robots you were looking at earlier. Jumping around, frolicking. Mm-hmm. We'll give a little dose of the of a frolicking robot. A lot of people signed up for that when they clicked on this. So they might as well get it. No, not him. That's not cute. Not that guy. The backflipping cheetah. That's the one right there. Yeah. But I like it when there's a whole group of them. All of a sudden, a personality goes through the roof. And you just imagine a future in which, Will, there's just a handful of us standing around. Mm. And a boatload of those guys. Look at them. What are they playing? Soccer. Mini cheetahs. Look at those guys. They're friendly, right, Will? Mm. They'll take care of you. Questionable. They'll lift you up the stairs when you're old and decrepit. No, they
1: won't. I was telling you, this looks exactly like the uh, Black Mirror episode. They'll dance
0: on your grave. That's what they'll do. <laughs> all, all of them. Look at Look at They're right dancing now. on your grave right now. <laughs> will's there. Will's there. Loser. Kicking the soccer ball. Loser. Human. Skin. Biology. Stupid. The meat sucks. Yeah, look at them. I like when they fall and get up. Anyway, what can I say? It's pretty cool. I think it's pretty cool. Tech, anyways, the, the real issue in this particular case is that since they can't explain it, they have tremendous difficulty, these researchers, in using it, the data. Because imagine, you need to feel really strongly that the prediction is accurate to put a person on a plan to deal with it. You can't just say, well, the AI says it, so... I mean, maybe you can, maybe certain patients would go for it, but it's so fringe and so new... It's tough to figure out what level of confidence you should have. Can it be wrong? What's the margin for error? And, and all the rest of it. That's the thing about these types of advancements. But to me, it seems inevitable that we're going to get closer and closer to this point of feeding our biological data into these algorithmic systems. They'll look at the DNA. They'll look at the vitals. And they'll tell you better than you know what's actually up. All right, yeah. so get ready for it, whether you like it or not. Uh, Jack can Ugh. puff his cheeks all he wants. It ain't going to save him.
1: And it's delivered in a really sterile, robotic voice. Yeah. Not even human. It's
0: like it's like 14 years, 7 months, yeah. 3 weeks, 2 days, 6 hours, 7 minutes, 12 seconds.
1: Might as well be hell. Willie do point.
0: expires. <laughs> and you're just like, all right. Welp, it's been a time. What a time. It has been. Right now, we're all on the clock, believe it or not. Whether we know it. Or not. And for that, I'm appreciative that everyone who's here decided to spend their clock on this. Including you, Willie Do, and Kirk, and Jack. So there you have it. That's a wrap. Oh, shout out Don Cherry.